What's up, guys? This is Manuel. This is Phoenix. And this is Four Drop Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Four Drop Podcast. Um, as always, we want to thank everybody uh, that listened to our second episode. It was super dope. Yeah, it went really, really well. Um, we got so much positive feedback from the uh, episode we did with Miller McCoy from Human Clothing. How did you think it went? I think it went really well. It was really cool to you know interview him and um, a lot of great response and definitely the perfect you know first choice for the interview. Um, you know, with kind of getting that first interview out the way, it was really cool to do. Yeah, I mean. I think it was the perfect, like I said, I've said this a couple of times already, I think it was the perfect, perfect guest to have on our on our podcast, to be honest. Mm-hmm. The feedback that I got from it a lot of times, uh, you know, from different people was like, you know, it was definitely inspirational and that yeah. was really cool to hear, you know, from just because, you know, for us to be able to bring that voice to, you know, um, the podcast and then also on his side of things, you know, what he's doing is definitely inspirational. So really yeah. cool to see. Yeah, like, and I just think it was a perfect, like, we couldn't have chosen anyone else that would have been more perfect than doing that especially mm-hmm. since we know them both yeah so i mean i think i think it's really really dope but i wanted to talk more about like um like how you how has the things with uh you know since you have your a vintage uh mm-hmm. you have your uh vintage doing vintage and stuff but um how's that been going like yeah. past week or so yeah it's been going good uh as far as you know just with the rise again stuff you know it's been going really well you know sales you know all that stuff we found some really cool things um found a destiny's child rap tee which was super sick uh you know to see that was my first rap tee find which is really cool um i never really found one before that was like as like a thrifter you have kind of like a grail list of things you want to find and you know a rap tee is definitely one of them and it was was really cool to you know kind of find one um and then so you know how we're inside of illus around with uh, adventure dex high with bowie and so we got that archive going on um you know we're really starting to push that more and we got our ten dollar racks over at illis right now and that's been a big hit as well and i'm trying to give you know kind of like a cheaper you know option for people who just want to kind of get into vintage and see what it's all about and you know get those kind of just ten dollar t-shirts like i sold a it was a chicago bulls 97 98 finals uh, t-shirt it was double-sided it's really sick and um, you know sold that for 10 bucks so you never know what you're gonna find on there yeah honestly i, I think it's pretty dope and like I've been the same way with my with my uh, company. We've been selling a lot. Um, we've uh, those uh, the first episode um, we filmed. Uh, I brought the off white blazers in. Yep. Those sold chocolate seven fifties. Sold pirate black. Sold like it's been going really well. Nice. And um, yeah, if anybody that's listening has any uh, Supreme or Bape or anything, hit me up because uh, I'm looking to buy right now. Definitely. And yeah, yeah, same with vintage. If you guys have any vintage, um, always like to see what other people have and yeah. always interested in buying definitely yeah that's pretty dope to be honest i think i think the, the main thing is it's tax season you oh, know yeah. I mean? so tax season it, the income it, taxes coming yeah. people spending bro yeah i think i mean that's that's the only thing i've been having a problem with is not everybody's looking to sell right now mm-hmm. i mean everybody's mainly looking to buy it's buying time bro. buying time yeah, yeah selling seasons once income taxes are over and yeah. people are like shit all my <laughs> money's gone you know? yeah uh, but you no, know, when it comes to episode three this week, uh, you know, we're definitely going to be talking about, uh, you know, music and fashion, um, you know, two chains albums dropped. So oh, yeah. definitely can't wait to talk about that. Um, but our main discussion this week is going to be about the Mount Rushmore sneakers, um, kind of something that, you know, we, we love sneakers, the both of us. And I'm really excited about, you know, talking about this one about you. Yeah, I'm really excited to be honest. Like I'm, I love sneakers to be honest. I, 
I, I like how different companies trying to innovate different stuff and try and push the boundaries of you know what sneakers can be. And even with that, it like um, I'm not sure if you saw the um, I think it was Ni- uh, Lexus did a car and the w- the tires of it yeah. were inspired by the uh, sneaker. Oh, yeah. So I just think that's like stuff like that is is pretty nice yeah, to sne- see. Definitely, sneakers are you know a big part of you know obviously our podcast but just in general in that fashion streetwear everything you know sneakers definitely have a big part in our lives and it's it's going to be cool to talk about like those top four you know those big ones and um you know we have different opinions too which is going to be cool because we don't we don't know right now you know what our top four sneakers are you know or or the mount rushmore of what we think should be on there so it's gonna be cool to kind of discuss that um Anything else you kind of want to talk about before we get into it? I just want to get straight into it. I'm yeah. excited, bro. Let's, let's yeah. do it. So, uh, uh, first of all, we're going to kind of, you know, talk over a few things. And uh, I do want to thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right. So, getting into music, um, one big thing that kind of happened nationally this week um, was 2 Chains albums drop, mm-hmm. Rapper Go to the League. Um what do you think about it? I think it's pretty nice, to be honest. And I, I like that LeBron James was the producer on the album. I think that's that's something different because you know obviously LeBron James a basketball player mm-hmm. and then kind of like going into music I feel like a lot of times rappers want to be like players and players want to be like rappers yeah, that's you know definitely what I mean? a major thing so I think that's that's something that's pretty cool to see that he jumped on it yeah and then there's definitely a lot of good features on there you know yeah. um, you got Young Thug on there you mm-hmm. got Kendrick uh, Travis Scott's on there the, the surprise that I thought was kind of you know cool um, Ariana Grande was on yeah. there, and it's the most random thing yeah. ever. Like Dude, I, I was like, uh, Ariana's like yeah. jumping on this. I mean, it was cool. I mean, yeah. I, like I, I listened to the whole album. A um, couple, you know, key songs that I was really messing with. I can't remember the name, but the one with Kendrick. Uh, oh, it's uh, Mama I Hit a Lick. Yeah. That that one goes in. Of course, the Travis one goes in. Um, but the surprise, the Ariana Grande one. Like I was, I was digging. You know, it's it's a little bit kind of like the more romantic one and shit. And so. Um, you know her singing the hook you know she's got a good voice and stuff yeah i don't hate on her you know nah. you know so she's cool my girl likes her it, yeah definitely <laughs> so i mean you know definitely all the the uh you know a lot of people like her and everything i know my girl definitely yeah. loves ariana grande so my uh, yeah too. so um now kind of switching up to kind of the local side of things anything in particular that you know you kind of heard kind of artists coming out with local here oh yeah um looney two time he okay. shot the video here, and I, I, I really fuck with his music, to be honest. Not just to say that because he's local or stuff, but, like, I really fuck with his music. And shout-out to Looney. We might have to have him on here. Yeah. But um, I, I really fuck with his music. I think it's called Wannabe. Okay, yeah. That's the yeah. name of the song, yeah. It's pretty dope. Do you, like, listen to any other artists? Or? Yeah, um, I know that Be Well Space and um, Teller Banks, they yeah. came out with that song, and um, I saw the... Uh, they shot a music video too mm-hmm. inside of East High, which is really cool because yeah. my freshman year I went to East, so yeah. it was cool to see like the you know uh, the court again and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And um, I think was it Space or B? Well, one of them were rocking like the varsity jacket, mm-hmm. the East varsity jacket, and it was just cool to see. And uh, I like when you know. It, especially both you know with looney with space and be well like the way they're shooting their videos and stuff like it looks professional it's it's so dope honestly and i think that's what a lot of people need to take in mind is like if you're gonna do something doing like especially if it's something that you love Mm -hmm. 
Like, I understand, like, that shit costs money, obviously. Yeah, for sure. But, like, try and put yourself to be the best at what you're doing. You know what I mean? That's my biggest thing. I, like, I'll, I'll tell people if they want to get into music or selling sneakers, vintage, whatever it might be, always strive to be the, the best and, like, try and push yourself to, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's definitely, you know, it's it's your passion. It's an art. It's also a business, too. So yeah. to have that professional side. And the thing I like is, like, you know, just like the artists we named and everything, a lot of those, you know, artists are treating it like a profession, not like I'm just some local rapper. Like, yeah. no, I'm trying to take it past local and do something big and put the city on the map. And yeah. uh, that's something I can definitely respect. Yeah, I think, and especially, like, talking about that, I feel like a lot of people from, like, other states view Iowa, if they think about rappers, they'll, like, do the quote-unquote sound club rappers you yeah. know what i mean like rappers who aren't doing that good whatever but like there's people like i said loony space in them they're really pushing it and trying to like trying to like leave that i feel like it's like a bad like name or rep of soundcloud rap stuff yeah. but i feel like they're really trying to push it and like do something different with yeah with it here and speaking of music one thing that um i did want to mention which was really cool um my homie jordan rand yeah um, so the dropouts that's his producer tag and name um he's doing something a couple things really big right now uh one he started this thing that i i mean i'm not in the music you know completely world because you know like i don't rap or sing or nothing like yeah. that but um he did this thing where it's basically like a subscription for beats mm. and basically you pay like a certain amount of month you know a month and you're able to lease these beats for um you know from him and everything mm. and instead of you know just like a normal artist paying like that one set amount um and only getting one you get his whole entire catalog he has online and that, that's something really cool mm -hmm. um to see and then also um he had a beat that was uh ended up being on ice cube's new album oh yeah yeah, yeah. and we spoke to him about that yeah. and i'm not sure cause i haven't spoke to him since i'm not sure how that all went because yeah. i know he was talking to us about it yeah let's just say you know it's you know he's on ice cube yeah album, you know, at least that dope. but you know like the des moines to the you know to the credit. west coast yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> but um you know seeing those from artists to producers and things like that there's definitely a lot of dope people here and you know i kind of want to maybe start something i think it'd be dope to um maybe on our social media like just kind of maybe highlight somebody like a week that we can yeah. like let people know about um, I think that'd be really cool. So definitely, you know, watch out for that. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've like, that's the whole, like, I feel like that's one of the reasons we started this podcast, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? To those who might not know, but we really wanted to push local stuff. So yeah. whether that's artists, uh, brands, whatever it might be, we really wanted to push that. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. We're going to uh, be, you know, uh, throwing some names out there and, you know, like trying to get recognition for local artists yeah. and uh, brands and stuff like that. So it's definitely something to look out for. Definitely. So, um, you know, speaking of local um, and kind of switching gears here to fashion, yeah. um, what's some local brands on the rise that you're kind of, you know, really messing with um, for clothing? Um, one of them is uh, Eternal uh, Eternal Clothing. Um, he's been selling out, like his drops have been selling out quick. Nice. Um, of course, I always got to mention Miller, man. Oh, yeah. Like no matter what, it, we I know we, we we spoke to him on our uh, second episode, but he's just been killing it. Yeah, he just... I think what was it Thursday? He went to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, and he, he just he's just killing it to be honest right now. Another person uh, that I've been looking at another brand is um, Expiry. I'm actually wearing the hoodie right now, and um, it's something like the the message behind it I I really like, and um, plus the designs look cool too. So like I've always said, I spoke to it about um, I spoke uh, to you guys about on uh, episode two. You and Miller like it's cool to have like cool designs, but also but you, having a meaning actually behind it is even better. So it ties everything together. So yeah, 
definitely uh you know just for the listeners you know at home and everything what's do you know what kind of like his meaning is behind his clothing yeah so basically expiry is i mean a lot of people when they probably hear that they're gonna think exp- uh, like expiration date you know what i mean or like expire and that's exactly what like um the meaning behind it is um like nobody like everyone obviously is gonna die mm. you know what i mean so everyone has an expiration date so like that's why he put expiry on it and then it said um tomorrow isn't promise on the on is like kind of a slogan so yeah. like you know what i mean live your life to the fullest and try your the best at try you try your best at everything basically yeah. i definitely dig that and you know with uh, you know, with clothing brands and like restated, you know, having that meaning behind them and not just screen printing something and calling yeah. a clothing brand is just, you know, really cool. Um, I definitely can relate to that with like his clothing. And like, once you told me that, I was like, you know, I, I definitely dig that because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, definitely living your life and making it to the fullest and doing anything that, you know, that you can set your mind to is, you know, kind of you know, something I push for. Yeah. And to see that, you know, I, I can see that in his clothing that, you know, just the, with, his meaning behind the clothing definitely can uh, see that in what he produces um is there any like for you is there any um brand that you've been looking at or caught your eye yeah so like i said i mentioned it on our first episode but um kenneth flack fashion mm-hmm. um so shout out to kenneth but you know his his clothes are you know it's more into a brand you know than yeah. just like merch and stuff like that and i i really think that he's going to be you know something big and mm-hmm. just by talking to him that one time at culture con and um just seeing him you know how he's posting how consistency he is with it um and then one other person you know definitely we know him a uh, bowie bowie um, yeah so you know he has vintage x hype you know he does the vintage but he's really starting to push like the vxh yeah. and like his clothing mm-hmm. and um we had a conversation you know like last week about kind of him not you know thinking of it as merch and he doesn't want to be you know kind of like merch and yeah. stuff he wants to think of it as his as, you know his own clothing brand and yeah i mean not to cut you off but like good. i feel like that's something that people need to look at because I, I mean there's like it's cool that there's like you know you have a maybe like a, like me personally mm-hmm. like i sell sneakers i'm not a clothing brand yeah but definitely trying to push it more like okay i'm gonna reach i'm gonna um produce like you know merch mm-hmm. but it's gonna be real good merch it's not yeah. just gonna have our logo on it mm-hmm. or like you know what i mean trying to push that and i've definitely tried to push that especially with um des moines fashion week coming up yeah. and um yeah talking about that like i wanted to talk about um my company 99 is going to be sponsoring it so i mean that's why i've been trying to push it more like push uh, a whole bunch of merch out a lot of merch is coming out and like like i said i feel like a lot of times there might be a company that sells sneakers or maybe you sell vintage but then they release merch and it's not that good yeah i think it's definitely good to take take a note like hey maybe i should uh try and like kind of go into like clothing but mm-hmm. like you're obviously still have your company and isn't it sick that like um you know des moines put on some fashion shows like you know in the past couple of years and yeah. stuff like i knew there was one at the uh social club last year yeah. and things yeah. um i didn't get to go to it but and I, I you know i heard it was it went well and everything but everything within the arts community whether it's fashion whether it's music whether it's everything like that Mm -hmm. um is starting i'm really starting to see it grow yeah and i could see you know kind of des moines helping out with that kind of midwest and putting the midwest on the map for fashion because everyone thinks the coast but no one really looks into midwest too Mm -hmm. often it's either like oh this brand from the west coast is you know starting to pop up this brand from the east coast is starting to pop up you know pop up 
um, but no one really kind of thinks about Midwest too often, and I think Des Moines can help put that on the map. But. I, I really hope it does happen. I just think it's just waiting to blow up, to be honest. Like, I really hope that, like, we start, like, seeing more and more from artists, from clothing brands and stuff like that, because I would love to have that sort of community here of, like, a whole bunch of uh, brands, that, you know what I mean, that come up and, like, stuff like that. I really, like, I really hope that um, that happens, and I think people are pushing it, to be honest, like, not just... Um, well, yeah, brands and stuff like that, and artists are really, really pushing that. I really believe that's going to blow up. Definitely. And, uh, you know, with that, um, kind of something I wanted to do today, just show, you know, kind of some things with my vintage and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought a couple T-shirts for you to see, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely excited about that. Um, so, you know, let's just get right into it. Yeah. All right. So, let's see. So, as you know, definitely a huge wrestling fan mm. um i grew up watching it uh you know wwf and uh you know the attitude era was definitely huge um, wcw mm-hmm. uh was kind of like the counterpart to you know um with wwf yeah. back in uh, you know the late 90s um you know 96 97 98 uh, they actually were on top, you know, in the ratings war. Uh, there was a big Monday Night Wars. You had Monday Night Nitro, mm-hmm. and then you had, um, you know, Raw that was on, and they were constantly competing um, yeah. each other. And you know, same as that. Um, so I was always, I always liked WCW and uh, NWO. The cool part about WCW is like they threw their, you know, kind of shirts onto everything and mm-hmm. their sponsors were really weird like i remember one time i saw a wcw commercial and it was for like a car insurance company like, <laughs> really weird there was like flames and all this other stuff what? and you had hulk hogan going brother all this I, stuff. Well, see i think with that like it was a different time period oh yeah so like i love seeing like old ads and stuff like yeah. that so this shirt um show it to the viewers at home and you guys can also see a uh, it's going to be like an instagram post too kind of the shirts that yeah, we're actually today. filming right now yep. um it's going to be on our uh instagram uh show yeah so yeah it's gonna be really cool look out for that but this is a uh, wcw nwo uh, illinois lottery shirt yeah. so it's something very random but yeah, let's yeah, take quick. a look at that so so dope i love seeing oh like yeah this. so you get um, the cool part I liked about this shirt is it basically has everybody's faces um, mm-hmm. from the WCW NWO um, around the time and kind of towards the later end of WCW. You had so many fucking people in yeah. NWO. It was, yeah. it was really weird. But, um, you know, you got Kevin Nash or Diesel. Um, you got, you know, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Goldberg, Sting. Um, you got Booker T, you know, very earlier on Whoa, Booker T. that's crazy. Yep. I didn't even realize. That's Booker T? Oh, no, Booker T's right there. Oh, I was about yep. to say. Um, then you got Bret Hart. You got Chris Jericho. Yeah. That's, like, a super early on Chris Jericho, Scott Hall, Diamond Dallas Page. Like, there's definitely a, yeah, a lot of really cool. He does yoga now. Yeah. Fucking weird. Yeah, like, what? like, well, actually, he's been, I think that's smart of him. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, mean? I heard he's... it's, like, helped out definitely a lot of people, like, in I was trying to convince my dad to do it because, yeah. like, he's like, "Oh, my back hurts and shit." And I'm like, <laughs> "Just do deep yoga." He's like, "I don't know if I can listen to somebody who like used to go like well, this all the time." <laughs> and shit. Uh, Diamond cutter. Yeah, uh, but up next, uh, kind of trans, you know, transitioning. Um, there's definitely somebody uh, that actually was in WCW for a second, uh, but former, you know, Chicago Bulls player oh, uh, Dennis snap. Rodman, that he. It's such a weird shirt because it's just like a sleeveless Dennis Rodman yeah. and, uh, you know, the flames in the background. But Dennis Rodman is, you know, by far one of my favorite players, um, you know, in the NBA history. Um, and then just kind of what he brought. He brought like a different culture to NBA. Like 
you know, a lot of times, especially towards like the end of his career, with the flamboyant, uh, you know, different things and yeah. everything. Um, the colored hair, you didn't see that too much. Not Just back then. Straight no. tattoos, you didn't yeah. see that uh, that often. A lot of NBA players were clean cut a lot. Yeah. And so that's something you didn't see a lot. That one's dope. Yeah, it's definitely sick. Um, I do, and talking about that, I do think that a lot of artists and like a lot of fashion designers, I feel like even took from him. You know what I mean? Like looking mm-hmm. at his style, how he was in the like now trying to make that the new it you know i mean the new thing you know he really is and um the thing about dennis rodman i liked is he he always pushed the barrier yeah on like whatever the hell he did like it was like there's a shirt uh the bad as i want to be shirt it's just him with like naked with a basketball laying down like burt reynolds style it's like so weird but it's like that's fucking dennis rodman like you know that's that's him like that you know that's that's just who he is he's like just you know he's a fucking legend um, up next, this is a recent acquisition. Uh, this, you know, I'm really into ni- 90s Nickelodeon shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched it, you know, as a child and everything like that. So, um, you know, Ren and Stimpy, all those classic shows. But one, you know, major show, uh, Double Dare, mm-hmm. it was a game show. They actually just brought it back, yeah. um, which is kind of cool. You're starting to see, like, a lot of that nostalgic shit come back. Um, but this was a live tour shirt from 94, but it's the family Double Dare super sick i don't even think you've seen this one no, i, I don't haven't know. seen it in person yeah no. super sick damn it hold it held up to i know honest. right and i got that on an ebay steal i was so fucking psyched it was an auction i was just on ebay just scrolling right and it literally said like 15 minutes left i was like bet i'm on this shit and so like yeah. and i had a five dollar off coupon too so i was just waiting and waiting and then um this is actually my first nickelodeon shirt in my collection because you know i'm a bigger dude so like xl uh it's hard to find because yeah. a lot of them are you know for children uh yeah i you know still have the child in me it's all good uh i know the slime is so sick and then just that simple nickelodeon, nickelodeon and that classic double dare um and just the live tour it's so like just random yeah but that's dope to be honest yeah definitely those kind of t-shirts um those all over i don't like completely all over prints but i like yeah. a good graphic mm-hmm. and that's something you definitely saw in like those 90s t-shirts mm-hmm. is like ev- i don't like it didn't even matter if it was a mickey t-shirt yeah to like a freaking car t-shirt like everything just had dope graphics yeah. and like those super sick and uh finally the last one i wanted to show you something that is a grail for me and it's the uh beavis and butthead tommy pull my finger shirt um i mentioned this shirt in the uh mm-hmm first episode of the podcast yeah and remember how i was saying like it has like history on the shirt and shit like that so color codes uh, was back in august right there there's some right there but um i was able to spray uh, you know tag uh, a wall they had like a a tag wall that everyone could tag and i got like green spray paint on there there's a couple holes in there and shit like that but i like the like kind of a little bit of the distractions looked and beavis and butthead definitely is one of my favorite shows did you find this in a bag um no i actually it it was found here local um shout out to my homie austin uh, 515 vintage he uh, he hooked it up what's up i found this in a bin yeah the bin at the south center i left it there the fuck i swear to god i didn't know i didn't this was like my second or third time going to the bin which is was eh, recent ish yeah bro i saw this and i left it there i was like oh because i thought it was look i found it like this yeah i'm over here thinking oh it's a fucking tommy yeah uh, print and I, I left and I was like, oh, I don't really know much about it. Oh, yeah. And really. I just fucking left it there. Yeah. And the cool thing is, is this is on a Stanley DeSantis tag. Yeah. And if you look at the tag, my favorite part about his tag, read this. Washington, Washington. 
clean <laughs> clean your room. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it says, uh, "Want to read that?" It says, "Clean your room and don't stay out past 11." Wow. Shout out Stanley. This is the exact shirt. Yeah. Yep. So anytime <laughs> next time you see yeah, it, yeah, now grab I know. It. And then yeah. yeah, no, it's so sick because like they just did like the most random shit of shirts, and uh, it's really cool, you know, definitely to see. Um, but that's just you know a few shirts out of the collection um would love to just kind of show more and everything yeah. uh vintage t-shirts definitely are a passion it's my favorite kind of thing of finding um for t-shirts wise or vintage wise i should say because uh, you know there's so much dope graphics out there and can't wait to kind of find more and show more to mm-hmm. everybody um but yeah i think i think that's definitely dope to be honest and i i i forgot i was gonna tell you that because I know you posted it, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think he found it out of Ben. Because I, I literally, like, exact, I was, like, looking for stuff. And then I was like, I saw that. I'm like, oh, shit, it's a Tommy shirt. And I saw it. I was like, oh, I'm going to leave it there. Damn, bro. I didn't know much. I damn, swear, I didn't damn, know bro. anything. Could have had two in my collection. Yeah. It's all good. But, yeah. Um, I want to talk about, like, um, the main topic mainly is going to be, like, the M- Mount Rushmore of sneakers. Oh, yeah. So, like, your top four, what would it be? So, um, I think, I mean, if I had to kind of choose one and then... I'm, then you could say one and yeah. we kind of go from there. Um, I kind of want to start it off. Uh, let's see here. I kind of wrote some stuff down. Um, I'm just going to pick one, you know, just randomly here. But the Jeff Staples Pigeon SB, the yeah. Dunk Low, uh, the original, mm-hmm. I think it's such an iconic shoe because it started the camper. Yeah. Uh, you know, back then the sneakers were kind of like, you know, from definitely a lot of different things. It was kind of more like a near to ear thing. It was mm-hmm. more niche. It wasn't as big. Um, and that shoe, you know, started a riot. Like, yeah. you know, Honestly, that was like, such a crazy thing. And um, to kind of see that happen. And then uh, there was an interview with uh, Jeff Staples that he was saying basically uh, before, you know, that shoe, it was just like he said, it was a nerdy kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, kind of here and there. It was pretty easy to get these shoes and stuff like that. Um, no needed for campouts and everything. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I guess with this sneaker, an online forum kind of like everyone was on there for like yeah. an SB forum and it kind of leaked where it was going to drop and everything. This was in New York. And so everyone found about it and they camped out and it got so bad, like, you know, that that riot happened that and everything. And horrible. It, isn't it crazy that one pair of sneakers yeah. started right? And then uh, that's definitely something that and then just the, itself, like a dunk low, mm-hmm. um, you know, Nike SBs, especially around that time, we were so big and. Um, it's such a simple shoe, but yeah. it's definitely something I want to own. Shit costs a lot of money, so yeah. I don't know when I'm ever going to get it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, definitely. What do you think about that one? Um, I like it, to be honest. Like, that's not one of mine, but I, I think it's something that, that I would definitely, like, was looking at. I was actually going to put it on there, too. Yeah. But um, I think that it definitely changed. And I, I know it's kind of cliche because a lot of people will say it, but in reality, I wasn't even born back then. But even now, like, looking back, because I've seen old videos around that time and, like, how everything happened, like, I think it's so crazy how just one shoe really changed it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy yeah, to me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what do you got on your list? Uh, mine's are actually right here. I I, th- I truly think this shoe, no matter how many years down the line, if they re-release it again, whatever, I think it'll never, ever, ever go out of style, no matter what. And I feel like everybody likes this shoe. It's actually the um, Jordan One uh, bread band. You can call it that. Oh too. yeah, yeah. I, I think I truly think that this shoe is never gonna go out of style, no matter what. Like you can you can wear it with almost anything. The good thing about these, even I've seen eighty fours and eighty five pairs. Mm-hmm. They don't crumble. No. I yeah. mean, I, I think I've only seen one pair crumble. That's because the guy. I don't know what the hell the guy yeah. did it to it, but 
like you can wear this shoe so many times it's comfortable at least to me it just it goes with everything and i think no matter how many times they release it they can do whatever to it it's always gonna be iconic for sure yeah yeah and actually you know this shoe was on my list too and you know the crazy thing about it is like the history behind the shoe itself and um even though it was an airship you know, and everything. Yeah, yeah, te- yeah. Te- technically, it was yeah. an airship. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> ship was, you know, it, it started a, it started a whole entire brand. Like yeah. one shoe started the history of like what Jordan is today, and yeah. like this Jordan one is crazy. You know, uh, photography. You mm-hmm. can like when you know you see him uh, dunking, dunking in yep, with his gold chain yep, and, and everything. It's just you know it's so crazy and the commercial and everything. Yeah. Uh, but the shoe itself you know such a classic shoe i'm a one guy so like uh you know definitely love my jordan ones and the colorway itself like minus the history minus mm-hmm. everything like that um you know the colorway itself just black and red is such a iconic you know colorway it's pretty much probably my favorite colorway together yeah. it's just that black and red um that's my favorite color red. yeah definitely and it's it's something that you know I want to own multiple pairs of. Yeah. Um, definitely want to own each year. I had the 16 pair. Yeah. And then I sold it and I regret Same. it. Same. I, uh, I bought a carpet with it. I've told you this. Yeah. <laughs> we bought a carpet for our apartment. And, yeah. and now every time I see the, you know, the carpet, I'm like, that's, that's my Jordan one. Right yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a really dope shoe. Yeah. Um, what do you have? Yeah. Another one off my list. Uh, Jordan, uh, the white cement three. Yeah. Um, so, you know, with Nike that gear on the back, right? Nike gear, no, the, the 88. 88. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the shoe itself, uh, you know, right when I look at that shoe, I think dunk contest. And yeah. I remember watching, uh, you know, footage of that on, uh, it was on ESPN around like kind of the all-star game. They were showing all like the, uh, things. I remember I was like six or seven. I just like saw, you know, dunking from the free throw line with those. And I just instantly like, even at that time, I was even like completely into sneakers and stuff yeah. like that then. And like my eyes went directly to the shoes. Shoe. Like, you know, those shoes, such They're an iconic, iconic piece. That cement, yeah. like definitely something crazy. And just something about a Jordan 3, like the comfortability in it, um, just something you can wear every day. But I think when I look at that shoe, I look at that's a piece of history, you know, dunking yeah. from the free throw line and everything. You didn't really that's see crazy, that before. To be honest. Yeah, you, you never really saw that even. Like I just think it's crazy. I think I think someone not not this year, but like a year or two ago, tried the same thing. Yeah. But they did like a three sixty yeah, or something they in the did, dunk contest. Oh yeah. But back in the eighties, man, the dunk that's, contest that's, was very new, yeah, and it's it like was. crazy to see like, you know, someone just dunk from there. Um, you know, do you think with that shoe, that's something um, that you kind of, you know, would like to see maybe come back with? Because uh, I know they did the free throw line, yeah. and then they haven't dropped a pair. When was the uh, when did the eighty uh, eights come out? Like eleven or twelve, thirteen? Around like there. Yeah, and like I would like to see them retro it again. Like I'd buy it. I would, but there's still pairs that are like mint condition that yeah. are crumbling. I think that's. I think once pairs start crumbling and stuff, that's kind of like when I bring it back, and that's why I'm excited with the uh, the uh, bread fours or like the what it says on the box is black cement fours. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I call them the bread fours. I feel like everybody calls them the bread fours, but um. I feel like that's a good that's it's good timing right now to bring those out because a lot of pairs I haven't seen a single pair that is back from you know ninety nine yeah um like not crumble yeah you know I know. What I mean? so I think it's dope that they're bringing those out again and that's I think as soon as like later down the road when those pairs start crumbling that's usually when to bring it out in my opinion definitely 
Uh, what other shoes did you have on? Uh, I have thing? it right here. It's the Adidas Forty uh, sneaker. Yo. Yeah, these that's, are that's so dope. Cinderella story. I didn't think that was gonna be on there. Yeah, um, I think it's it, it sh- I think it's a shoe that I have to have on there because it's so innovative, and like I know it, it might sound cliche. People, oh, you know, it's just because it's forty, it's hyped, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like they really pushed it because there's no other sneaker, at least that I know of, that has forty on it. You know what I mean? And especially how the hype was pretty crazy when they first came out. And even the retail, the retail is three hundred dollars. Yeah. For a, you know, what I mean, like an Adidas, and I think that's just crazy. Like, and I, I think it's dope. I think they really pushed it, and like tried something new, and it really worked out for them. What do you think about it? I think definitely the technology in it is yeah. crazy. Um, I remember I used to joke around. So back in one like one of my jobs, I had a friend there who uh, does 3D printing for a living and everything like that. And I remember back then, the 4D and none of that stuff came out. And I was yeah. like, and I, you know, of course, me being in the sneakers, I was like, well, do you think you could, like, 3D or 4D, 4D print a shirt? It? And he's like, no, I could never see that happening. <laughs> this one's yeah. for you, Jeff. Like, come on. <laughs> like, Shout out, Jeff. Like, this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, the technology, I never thought I would see, like, that. Like Squishy, too, to be honest. And I wonder how it feels, because I've never tried one on. Like, I wonder if it really supports you. I tried a pair on. You just gotta break them in. Does it feel weird, like when you're walking a in l- it? A little bit, yeah. But I mean, a little bit you can tell. But like, when I think feel like, cause I didn't. Uh, my buddy had a pair my size, and um, like when I first tried it on, I was like, oh, this shit's uncomfortable. Yeah. But like, you gotta. Um, he wore them, and then like I, w- I was hanging out with him. I was like, yo, can I try those on again? And it feels perfect. It feels like uh, Ultra Boost. Nice. So, yeah. yeah I that's, think it's super dope. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, if it was, like, the same comfort as, like, a Boost or not. I've heard some people, um, JC Lopez uh, from Urban Necessity, he said it was better than it, but I feel like it's the same. Okay. Yeah, definitely. What's What other sneaker do you have? So, one other shoe I have, um, I had to kind of pick. I know I wanted an Air Max on there. Because, yeah. like, you know, your boy rocks with Air Maxes. Yeah. But... I I picked the uh, Nike Air Max 90 infrared. Mm-hmm. Um, just iconic. Yeah, such an iconic shoe. Um, I think the technology and like the air bubble and everything was, um, you know, definitely something that a lot of people hadn't seen before. I think the one came first. So like you know, mm-hmm. of course, with the one, um, that was the first one. But with the 90, it was just a, a, such an iconic piece. And then, um, you know, with that colorway, that infrared colorway, you didn't see it yet. No. And so. Uh, the infrared colorway is a lot of times, you know, with uh, Nike and, you know, different uh, brands like that, they kept it very simple with colors. Mm -hmm. And to my knowledge, I don't think there was too many, like, I mean, even though 90s were very bright colors, but like you didn't see that color kind of pop on like any, you know, shoe or anything Mm -hmm. like that yet. And uh, it was really cool uh, to see. I I miss my pair. I used to have a pair. And, uh, yep, and you know i found a, i thrifted a pair but they were like youth size so i gave them to my mm-hmm. nephew but like you know i definitely want to get that pair again but um you know just with me being an air max guy i really do think the nike air max in general kind of um helped out nike a lot and mm-hmm. kind of pushed their brand um even forward but that exact shoe the the 90 infrared uh, definitely is one of my favorites probably top three for me mm-hmm. but as far as like a mount rushmore and like listening i think it does have its place in there yeah i agree with that to be honest I, I like the sneaker i used to have the pair i ended up selling it for a dirt cheap which i regret now but yeah i i think that shoe is really iconic and it really pops i feel like even when you're talking about the colors back then i think mainly back then it was like aqua mm-hmm. and like you know what i mean um like the diamond type color you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
I think that's mainly what it was back then. But I feel like the Air Max really was a different color that popped. Yeah. Um. For my, for, I have for my third one, I have the um, the Kanye West Air Force One, the like the Babe still ones. I'm not sure oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's one of the shoes that I really, really think a lot of people overlook, or maybe even a lot of people don't know. Um, I think it was back in like his pastel days. Yeah. A lot of people, if some people don't know what that is, that's uh, I think it was his like little clothing brand he was starting, and um, actually the jacket that he that it was supposed to release but never ended up releasing now goes for like around ten fifteen thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. It's it's super crazy, and I I really love the shoe. I feel like a lot of people don't know about it either, but it's something you don't see a lot. Um, that's that's probably my third one there. Yeah, I I don't think I've. I mean, I've been to a lot of sneaker events and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever seen it in person. I don't have never seen it in and person. And I'd no. love to see it in person. Yeah. Um, you know, with that, the it's such a great shoe mm-hmm. and the design of it that you could definitely tell Kanye was a part of like yeah. the design of the shoe. A little bear and yeah, everything. it's definitely very Kanye. Um, I think you know, even with just Bapestas in general, um, in the, you know those mid two thousands and yeah. everything, uh, Bapes you know were very high. I mean, you know, between Pharrell and Kanye pushing him and uh, you know Soldier Boy when he came out this song, uh, but you know definitely those shoes are very slept on. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know with the Air Force One, just the the model um, itself is you know iconic itself. Yeah. Um, but Bape really did something um, with the Bape stones and everything. Uh, speaking of Kanye, so my uh, final one, it's kind of a toss up, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go with a shoe that I feel like personally mm. kind of started, uh, every, you know, everything into the generation we're in now. Um, so it's going to be the Yeezy, uh, 350, the V1. Yeah. Um, maybe the pirate blacks or the turtle doves, you know, like kind of uh, one of those colorways, but I feel like that started the kind of what we're into now is the hype era, the, the, uh, the resale kind of era and things, uh, to the point where, there's some people, you know, there's people like you, for instance, mm-hmm. that like you, you have the business in it, but then you also love the sneaker. Yeah. But then there's other people that just resell and like just will buy and not mm-hmm. even care about the shoe or things like that. And I feel like once those UZU 350s came out, bro, like I just started seeing people pop up out of nowhere yeah. and just like $2,000 for this shoe. And I'm like, the yeah. fuck <laughs> when did this happen? Like, oh man, you know, it was, it's very crazy. And I feel like definitely that shoe and that you know era of sneakers started something and it's cool to see though because like you know you'll see i think it started the young entrepreneur um of even younger than like us you know and things like i i would see like 13 year olds like pushing this shit yeah. like you know and then it's cool to see but i think that shoe is should be in a place on there because you know i i mentioned a lot of classic shoes mm-hmm. and you know i'm of course more of the classic shoe fan and things like that but Hype does deserve because hype is a part of the game now. Yeah. And I think that is my last place on my Mount Rushmore because hype is where we're at now. Yeah. I think hype has a lot of, has a lot to do with sneakers. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, um, It's crazy. Well, it's kind of if like 50, 50, because we have a shoe right here. The, um, the off white, uh, zoom flies. Yeah. It's off white. You know what I mean? And for those who are watching, this is the shoe we're talking about. It's off white, but we were just talking about prices. They mm-hmm. don't go for that much. Yep. So I feel like it has to do with not only hype, 
but how many numbers are released. Mm. But also, like, the colorway. Like, this is pink and it's see-through. A lot of people, a lot of, I feel like a lot of dudes were like, hell no, <laughs> yeah. we, ain't, we ain't fucking with that pink, blah, blah. But then, like, for me, it's a, it's a really dope shoe. Um, it's not it's not on my list, but, I mean, I do feel like hype has something to do with it. And it's definitely, like, an era we're at right now. Yeah. Especially with, like, the off-white ones that go for ridiculous prices. Yeah. Um, I think it, it is something to do with it. And I agree with you that yeah. that hype is where we're at right now. I feel like in the place of where we're at, yeah. and, like, you know, things change and everything like that. But, and that's why, like, I noticed so much. I mean, I know a lot of, like, OG sneakers and stuff like, yeah. you know, sneakerheads, I should say. And, like there a lot of people are leaving because of where we're at yeah. right now and uh, uh, and you know and it, i'm i'm down for both like you know i love the og sneaker but i also love hype but like like i said that shoe um i feel like that's what started it all when yeah. kanye went to adidas, adidas and he dropped yeah. his first shoe that's that's when i saw everything just kind of change yeah and you know it changed for partially the better and then de- it depends on where you're, where you're you viewing it at, and yeah. everything like that but uh, what's kind of uh, your kind of Mount Rushmore for the fourth one? My last one, yeah, the last is one, the Grail. I actually got to see it uh, last year at SneakerCon, and it was my size too. But I, I'll, I'll, the day I, sh- I start shitting money, bro, I'll buy that shoe. <laughs> um, it's the uh, Yeezy Red October. Okay. And I, I feel, in my opinion, I think that's what started it for me as Kanye. You know what I mean with Nike? Because mm-hmm. the the number the the V one is pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, for the Nike side of it, that was, like, the big, bulky, you know, solars and, and stuff like that. But I feel like the Yeezy Red October, for me, is what really started it for Kanye. Like, because there's, like I said, there's not a lot of people that know about the Bapes, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people don't like the number ones that he did with Nike. But I feel like the Red October is where, like, people started looking at him, like, oh, shit, like, this guy has something special. And then that's when after that, you know, he obviously went to Adidas like we were just talking to. Mm. But I feel like the Red October was what really, really started that. And I feel like, yeah, that's that's my that's my last one. And I've always spoken about that shoe, even with my girlfriend or with uh, buddies of mine. That's like my number one grail that I always, always, always wanted that shoe in my collection. Yeah, it's definitely a very iconic sneaker. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I can't remember which sneaker event, but I was able to see a pair too. And like, yeah. it's... Once you see it in hand and yeah. see kind of like the design in it, you one you see Kanye's in there, like yeah. you see that that he had a definitely a say in there. But um, the shoe itself is the, just that all red, and even like the plaits and like you know the, some of the other colorways. I think just the, in general the easy two, um, that's kind of like the prequel to yeah. what the uh, the three fifty with Adidas mm. kind of is. And like you said, like it definitely did have that start because I remember when those came out and like everybody was on the forums like nike yeah, talk and everything yeah. really trying to go and try to find this mm-hmm. and you know who has it and i remember i was trying to find them and like i could never find them i looked on ebay and like there was a pair for like two thousand dollars already and like i remember which is for now yeah i know and it's like i was so afraid to like try to find you know like i didn't have money back then so i was like yeah. uh, I, first of all i can't afford this shit but second <laughs> of all like uh, trying to like find a real pair was kind of hard yeah. too because like everyone was just trying to push fakes Everybody and stuff. So like, uh, but no, the shoe itself, I definitely, you know, that definitely is a, a grail, and I could see, I can understand, you know, definitely uh, your point of view on that. And I think our list, um, kind of just looking at like 
you know my list versus your mm-hmm. list uh it's not like a compare or like you know who's wrong or who's right um i feel like it has two different viewpoints mm-hmm. and two different kind of uh you know stands on like kind of where we see everything and i think really you, as a sneaker kind of admirer and everything you got to kind of see where the classic kind of has a point and then where today's and like you know with the hype and stuff like that has a standpoint also i don't think there's one wrong or right no i well not even that but i think it's a, like you're older than me so it's like yeah. that generation <laughs> yeah. gap you can obviously see it from our list yeah you know what i mean like you you have the vintage and the old school stuff that i still personally really really like and i had the only one that was really old school was the the, uh, the uh, bread ones yeah but like I said, I love my old school stuff. I yeah. love my vintage stuff, yeah. but I also like my newer stuff. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean, so I think it's definitely look like you know we're jumping back and forth. And why do you think this and mm-hmm. that? I like all the picks that you chose, to be honest. Yeah, and I same to you. And I think um, kind of and the cool thing about Mount Rushmores and mm-hmm. things like that, um, you know, of course in sports, like you know, that's where kind of like everyone talks about. But it's it was cool doing this. Yeah, and I think the thing about Mount Rushmore's is things change, you know? Yeah. We could look at, we could come back to this in like five years from now and see, you know, maybe an off-white sneaker is going to be on there because of this and this and stuff like that. Or, you know, something crazy comes out where like it's, it beats the technology yeah. of a 4D, you know? It's, it's, it's cool to see where we're at right now and yeah. then kind of what the future is going to be like in sneakers. And I think it really is um, a bright future for kind of the sneaker and, like, the community for us and everything. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Even when you spoke about, like, a better sneaker that's 4D, I think that's why Nike has been pushing the self-lacing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I do feel like there's hype behind, like, the Nike Air Mags and then they were trying to do that. But I think they've also been pushing it because of the 40 stuff that has been coming out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure, like, all brands obviously are looking at their competition. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, you know, definitely that was a, a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. and let us know what you guys think on uh, our Instagram page. Uh, yeah. You know, we're going we uh, to post, like, two different photos of our Mount Rushmores and kind of just comment on it and let us know. Yeah, definitely. We'd like to hear you guys' uh, feedback on what we have for our uh, top picks sure yeah so for our Q&A this week um, the one that really stood out was me, uh, to me was it's going to be a pretty hard question to answer but it was if you could choose one sneaker to wear for the, your entire life what would that one sneaker be shit like that's <laughs> the only sneaker you could wear ever Damn. again model and colorway or just model I think all around uh. yeah gonna be a little hard but <laughs> I, i'm gonna see i'm not gonna go with like one of my favorite shoes yeah so like you know like a bread one or something like that mm-hmm. because jordan ones aren't too comfortable wearing like consecutive you know like hours yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with my air max 95s why i think the comfort, comfort. uh the comforts there um, it's definitely something I love to wear, mm-hmm. but the comfort in an Air Max 95, like for me, like just that heel support yeah. and, um, you know, the comfort of kind of, you know, the, with the air bubble and just the midsole is definitely, um, nice. Uh, but colorway, I'd probably go with, I can't remember the nickname of it, but like the ones I'm wearing right now, they're just simple. Um, you got the red swoosh and then just the white to gray mm-hmm. on um, the tricolor there. Yeah. Uh, you know, because red's one of my favorite colors, so just easy to, you know, 
uh, put on and everything. But the Air Max 95, I think, just because of the comfort. Because if you're wearing a shoe for the rest of your life, yeah. you, know, you need that comfort, comfort there. Wise, yeah. I'm not rocking like a Fucking Jordan 1 shoe. or a dress shoe or something, you know what I mean, like for yeah. the rest of the time. Uh, damn, that's a good question. Uh, what about you? Um, if I had to choose, like you said, comfort-wise and, you know, for the rest of my life, it would have to be an Ultra Boost. Okay. 1.0. Solid. Yeah, like, I mean, that's that's the best you could do, to be honest, if it was, like, the shoe I would have to wear for the rest of my life. Because I think it's, like, it's the most comfortable shoe I've ever had on my feet, just with, like, Ultra Boost being super comfortable with the boost material. Um, it would have to be color. It would have to be in... Um, the just the black normal one so the core black yeah one. core black nice i think that's that's probably my best the best pick that i could choose to yeah. be honest because I, like i said I, I i wouldn't want it to be another sneaker just because you gotta look at comfort you oh, know yeah. what i mean no, the rest no of your life there, yeah yeah i don't think there's been a point in time when like because i wear like before like um you know my current like part-time job i'm at right now or whatever but like I would wear boost a lot mm-hmm. um you know previous things and like you know working and stuff like that is definitely comfort yeah. like to have that uh, i think a boost would be kind of this you know second option there but that's, that's a solid choice for sure yeah. um yeah. i wanted to talk to you more about um trying to kind of kind of uh closing in uh like what's going on with you this week next week or you know coming up soon with your uh company yeah so uh spring's coming so definitely oh, yeah. excited uh you know like like i said last week we're starting the rebuild of the website um can't say too much right now but it's definitely gonna be sick uh we're gonna kind of treat it more uh, curated and not so much just a whole bunch of random stuff gonna be on there mm-hmm. um i'm gonna more info to come definitely but it's gonna be really cool and uh i can't, I can't wait on that uh what about you um i've been I'm re- I'm honestly ready for the summertime and springtime, dude. Like I don't I personally don't like the snow. Oh yeah. So I mean I just don't like the cold. I'm from Georgia, man. I'm I'm not used to this crap, <laughs> but um this crappy weather. But um I think for me like for uh for my company and stuff uh we're already working on uh the designs for spring and summertime, and even going into Halloween. That's something that I'm really 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 excited for. Um. Um, just looking right now, uh, waiting for a couple more sneaker releases like the Breads to release in May, the Bread 4s, um, a couple of Jordan 1s that are releasing. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, really good time right now, uh, especially since it's tax season. People have been buying a lot. Yeah, um, yeah but right now I'm just looking to um, stack up on stock up on stuff. So like like I said, if, if you're listening and uh, you have anything for sale like Bape, Supreme, uh, Jordans, Ultra Boost, etc. Just uh, hit me up. You can find me at um, my personal is ninety nine Manny or my company is nine uh, at ninety underscore n i and then number nine at the end of it. Nice and yeah, uh, you guys can follow me at uh, R A V Phoenix. That's my personal. So that's uh, at R A V and then Phoenix spelled just like the city in Arizona. And then. Uh, my shop's Instagram is Rise Again Vintage, and then you guys can follow us at Full Drop Podcast uh, on Instagram. Follow or like our Facebook page, and uh, we got big things coming soon. Next week uh, we'll have an interview, uh, so stay tuned on who that's going to be. And uh, definitely can't wait. And do want to thank you guys for listening. Do thank you, wanna, you so much, guys. Yeah. yeah do want to thank you guys for the support and the love and everything. And uh, uh, one other thing, do want to let you guys know that you guys can. Uh, Watch, listen to us on all platforms so uh apple Podcasts, spotify uh 
Google Podcasts, and of course the Anchor app. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And uh, this has been Full Drop Podcast, and we'll see you later. We're out.